Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey, McKenna, thank you for joining the show again. Again, thank you so much for yeah, having me. You've been on before yes. and your energy is amazing. We've been laughing so far up no, to no, this no, point. No, 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 your right? energy yeah. is amazing. No, I'm kidding. Thank <laughs> you. But I'm grateful to have you here. And for everyone tuning in, thank you for watching and listening. I want you to know how much I appreciate and how grateful I am for your your support and your belief in me. We are truly a success because of you and uh, sharing these things. But I also have to give credit for uh, to my amazing guests like McKenna here, who's going to share some really powerful things today with us. And so we're all very fortunate to have her today. It's McKenna Brown. Uh, she's a mom. She's a mental health advocate. She's a public speaker. She's a 40 under 40 recipient in, in 2021. She's a Miss America t- 2014. Um, she's the creator of Wonder Woman Journal and, and self-love and confidence coach. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about uh, McKenna is she's not afraid to talk about her struggles um, she's like we said, she's a mental health advocate, but she will speak her mind. She will tell you the good, the bad, everything she's going through. And that's one of the best things I love about you, your Thank vulnerability you. and also enjoying the journey. It seems like even though you've been through some hard times, you enjoy the journey as you go through this. Um, you, you recently, uh, went away for a little bit for some treatment, which is a very vulnerable thing to do. And yeah. we'll talk a little bit about that. So yeah. thank you for being here. Well, thank you so McKenna much. Brown, again. Yeah, the one and the you. only. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So why don't we, just for our, you know, people who may not know much about you, um, tell us a little bit about, you know, what was it like growing up? And then what were some of the struggles as a child? I know you've shared them before, but yeah. I think there's some people that need to hear this. Yeah. Growing up, um, for me, I grew up in a home of a single mother of four. Um, she did, she made a lot of sacrifices working for jobs. Um, I'm the, a lot younger than my older siblings. I was alone a lot. I was with my grandparents a lot. And, um, you know, I think that being surrounded by a lot of adults, I second guessed myself a lot. My self-love and confidence kind of started off, um, low at an early age. I've always yeah. been high energy, um, very, um, most positive outlook on things, mostly yeah. a positive outlook on things, but when you're so much younger than all your other siblings, 10, nine, seven years, I mean, I don't blame them. I don't fault them, but the doubt and the, the connections and the, you know, emotional disconnect and the social disconnect caused me to have, um, eager to feel belonging, eager to, um, have connection. Yeah. And I believe that my self-love and self-doubt, um, really struggled starting at a young age. Right. I believe that confidence is just part of who I am, but my insecurities um, really got the best of me at an early age. Yeah. And yeah, that was what it was like growing up. I had a, I don't want to say anything negative because I'm grateful for my childhood. I'm grateful for where I came from. Yeah. Um, but I do think that I had to go through that in order to become who I was meant to be today. Yeah, sure. So a lot of that is rolled over into my adult life and mothering and but I, you talked about me being vulnerable, and I, I find that finding joy in the journey is experiencing the beauty on the other side of pain. And even though it's a continuing process, you know, I went through a mental health crisis uh, four years ago, mm-hmm. and then again, 
feeling like you're relapsing, but I feel like yeah. it's a constant progression. And sometimes we feel like we're going backwards or we're relapsing. Yeah. But my hope is to tell women and men and girls and boys that it's never relapsing. You're still progressing. It's just sometimes we have to be pulled back a little bit like an arrow in order to fly. Oh, yeah. And so... Uh, with leaning into something hard and leaning into vulnerability and leaning into our trials, um, I've experienced beauty on the other side of that. So when another one comes along, even though it doesn't make it any easier, yeah. it it makes me more um, what's the uh, ambitious? I don't know. what like let's take it on. Let's go. Yeah, gotcha. Mentality. Yeah. I think I love that. You know, and I, and I'm glad you said what you said because I think some people will say, you know, I I feel like I had another mental health crisis or mm -hmm. I had a breakdown and you think all is lost of all the work that maybe was done before, but it's not like you're saying, it's just, it's an, another form of growth and progression, even though it doesn't feel like it. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely had those, um, I'm a fraud, um, yeah. self-doubt, um, imposter syndrome thoughts when I started to relapse you know, relapse again, if you yeah, want that moment. Right. Yeah. Um, but I had this overwhelming feeling um, because we, they did a documentary on me literally right before I went into treatment. Yeah. And I, and I, my hope with sharing in that documentary was we are going to continuously always be progressing. And yeah. right before I went into treatment, right before I started that like decline, if you will, like kind of going back down the mountain, before, like about yeah. to hike back up another yeah, right. one, <laughs> kind of felt me going. Um, I had set all these personal goals for myself. I wanted to start this podcast. I want a podcast. I want to do all these X, Y, and Z. And God, I felt this overwhelming feeling. I believe in a heavenly father and um, that Jesus is my Christ. And I have felt this overwhelming hug saying, mm. you want this, but you have to go through pain to experience the beauty. It's not just yeah. a handout. It's like you have to go through yeah. this to go get to where you want to be. So right. that's kind of why I felt an embrace to the treatment this yeah. year was, all right, I can't, I don't have to let go of those goals. Yeah. I can still be what I want to be, but I have to go through another level, if yeah, you will, to achieve sure. the. Yeah, I love that. Things. What do you, tell me what this statement stirs up in your mind and your heart. The greater the darkness, the greater the light. I believe that it's in the darkness where we are forced to find our light. Mm. I believe that we all have a light inside of us. And sometimes we're put in darkness and it's, if you will, tough love from our God to say, it's your duty. It's your obligation to find your light. I can't give mm. you it. You have to find it. And then, I'll, and you're going to think you're alone and you're mm. going to think that I wasn't with you. But as soon as you lean into that heart and you find your light, instantly you will know where you're going and you will see yeah. that I was right next to you the entire time. Oh, wow. So I've Love always that. thought about um, my favorite scripture is let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glor to glorify your father, which is in heaven. Right. And to me, that is we in order to let our light shine we have to like a seed be planted in the darkness mm -hmm. so we can bloom we he, yeah. you know we're going to feel the rain we're going to feel the darkness but as soon as we start to bloom we're going to see the light and become a flower we're meant to be and bloom into what we're meant to be wow beautifully said it reminds me of a james allen uh quote not really a quote but a, something he said in one of his books that 
He said the seed has to contend with the darkness before it becomes the flower. Yes. And that's what you just described. And that was so eloquently, like (laughs) profoundly put. Mine was a lot more drawn out, but I love that. I want to write that down. That's really powerful. And I think that really applies to all of us and everyone listening and everyone who's, you know, hearing these things. It's like, if you're in that dark place, it's again, it's forcing you, you got to find that light and it's there. If you'll start walking in that direction per se, yeah, reaching out to people and what have you, you know, you mentioned that you did a documentary. Yes. So let's talk about that for a minute. And then you, after you actually checked into a A treatment facility, a treatment facility. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. What happened there and how that all transpired. Yeah, so um, there's a nonprofit organization that focuses on maternal mental health. Um, it's called the Emily Effect. It um, brings resources and awareness to maternal mental health. They reached yeah. out to me and asked if they could, um, f- uh, you know, they believe in bringing awareness to sharing women's stories. And I talk about postpartum rage. And then mm. I talk about how anger was also a sign of depression for me that I didn't understand. Yeah. And in motherhood and in life, we're always quick to anger. But I believe that we always need to focus not only on how we feel, but how we're reacting. Yeah. And so even though it, I, there are moments of shame I, I've learned to work through on my anger, they wanted me to share that story in this documentary to help other women and mothers who yeah. are feeling like they're always angry moms to not feel like there's alone uh, that they are alone and that yeah. there's hope and resources yeah. and people would never think that i had anger issues yeah right but i did and you know I <laughs> yeah didn't like work, even work when you that. say that i can't picture you in that <laughs> mindset or whatever but again i know you're human and yeah. we have our issues but yeah, yeah it's hard to see that <laughs> but the anger reaction yeah. was a was a trauma response for me and Mm. I couldn't articulate how I was feeling. And so helping women understand that it is actually, there's no shame, it's just a sign. And it's your body talking to you in a way that needs to say, hey, this is a sign, here's X, Y, and Z. So Sturry, a company they teamed up with that does documentaries on people, came into my home and um, I agreed to it months before. And I had reached out to them and said, you know, I've I've had another crisis. over the last couple months, I mean, they'd found cancer and I'd had surgery and, you know, it was like the yeah. snowball effect of a lot of different things. And I said, yeah. I just want to be completely transparent with you. Yeah. You guys are wanting to come Friday. I'm literally leaving Monday and checking into a mental ca- um, a treatment facility in Arizona. Yeah. I won't be offended if you want to put this off till I come back or later down the road. Yeah. And they said they felt really strongly to get me before I went. Wow. So okay. we actually, I was able to do the documentary literally the week before I left to treatment. And Uh, in February, we're going to do a red carpet premiere to bring awareness and raise money for maternal mental health. Yeah, I want to be there, by the way. And I want you there. I will be there. Yeah, that's really We'd love to have you there. Well, and I love, again, you just being honest with them saying, hey, here's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be real with you. And here's what I'm dealing with. So Mm -hmm. talk about that, like getting to that place where you're like, you know what, I'm going to go get some help here. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is the maybe a weird way to say it, but checking out of your life, so to speak, yeah. to just concentrate on you for a minute. Talk, talk about that experience. That was rough. Um, I, in that moment, I really relapsed rough in mm-hmm. my mental health. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, my husband and I, um, bless his soul. <laughs> He's a very good man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he went to Google. <laughs> 
because he was, we were just so like, yeah. I was just surviving to the next moment. We were just surviving. He couldn't live like this anymore. He yeah. didn't want me to live like this anymore. It was at a, to a point where he felt like he needed to protect our children. Not that I was physically abusing them, but right. when they're walking on eggshells, it does create a trauma filled environment for yeah. our, my children. And it, and it's not healthy. And, um, he Googled, I, he Googled treatment. He up came, uh, Sierra Tucson and uh okay. arizona yeah and it was almost like a mini intervention i didn't okay. even know that was an option right. i was going to my therapy appointments every week i was doing mm -hmm. x y and z really trying but feeling like i was drowning again yeah and he came to me after already talking to um help like nanny help family help oh, okay and kind of orchestrated this whole plan so there wasn't anything i could say what about the kids yeah. You know, what about you? What about our lives? And he had every variable covered. Wow. And he came to me with love and just expressing how much he loved me and how he would do anything for me. Wow. And that there was this place that he thought would be very helpful for me. Yeah. And people ask me, what was it like? And I know people have different emotions with intervention. I knew I had a problem. Right. And needed help and was trying to so it was a sense of relief mm. i didn't even know that was a resource now i pride myself on being a woman finding resources for women and yeah you know situations and it was like i needed to experience this as i came out going now i get to provide another resource for yeah. women to say that yeah. this is actually an option for you and 30 days might sound like a really long time, which it is. It's a month. And guess what? It was the month of May. We oh, as, yeah. Us moms call it may -sember. It is like <laughs> after school. And for some reason, yeah. schools all get together and they're like, we've got a crap ton of programs, yeah. after school stuff, parties, celebrations. Yeah. And I thought, how can I leave for the month of yeah, May? Right. But um, I, he said, I believe, McKenna, that we lived, we believe we lived before we came to earth. And we've had this eternal, we're having this mortal existence and we believe in life after death. And mm -hmm. if you are yeah. gone for a 30 day time frame, so we can have a lifetime, an yeah. eternity of a healthy mom yeah. with more resources, then let's go. Let's do it. And it took yeah. me down a road. The goals I had set for myself, God was telling me those were seeds I was planting because you were meant to go on this journey. Yeah. And now I'm back in school and now I'm going to become a licensed certified social worker. So then I can I become a therapist, yeah. like give therapy to women in a very <laughs> qualified. I want to be qualified. Yeah. Not that you're not qualified to share your story, just in a, in a sense of really mental health crisis situations. Absolutely. No, and I, and I say this a ton and it's one of the, the things I try to live by and I, it's changed my perspective on life that life happens for us. Yes. Right? And it's everything beautiful. you've been through, the good, the bad, everything led to us talking today mm -hmm. even and you know, you're going back to school uh, to get your license and all mm -hmm. that stuff and and all the help you're doing for people but as, as we connect the dots in your life, looking backwards, it all led lines to this up. moment. And it I think that up. that also yeah. helps you take on the next mountain. Yeah. Right? And it helps yeah. you as soon as you tackle that one mountain. It. I don't want people to feel hopeless when I say, I went through this, but I still went to treatment or I'm doing this. Because once you overcome a mountain, you build confidence and strength and love yeah. for yourself to yeah. take on the next one. Yeah. And it's never a linear, like this progressive way right it's backwards and sideways yeah. and that's this you know picture of a squiggly yeah. line yeah but in order to let our light shine both for men and to honor our god 
you have to go through hardship, just like he sent his son. Not to get so spiritual, but this whole journey this year has really connected me on such a whole different level with Christ and a Mm -hmm. higher power that he had to send his son who sacrificed through, you know, in Gethsemane Gethsemane, and who died on the cross and experienced that heartache because in order to achieve the greatness of the atonement, he had mm. to go through this hardship, yeah. which was such a great example for all of us If and yeah. in that. Yeah, you know, um, it might've been your first post in 30 days, I don't know for sure, but mm. I saw a post when I think you were getting out of treatment and it shows you hugging your kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it chokes me up mm. <clears throat> to see your face and theirs um, and how happy they were and then the words you put po- wrote in that post was so beautifully said and so vulnerable again like i said um talk about that moment seeing them run up to you after 30 days which does seem like an eternity away from your children but to see them and smiling and hugging and loving you um it's a lot of emotions at once it's joy because you've missed them so much i would be lying if i said i didn't feel shame and embarrassment you know, like I left you for 30 days. Does this cause you trauma? You know, you have yeah, those feelings and right. and I know that it didn't. Yeah. I know that it hasn't because we're stronger than ever. But that moment seeing my kids and this, I talk about this moment and I talked about it in my documentary, documentary with Sturry the day I came home from the behavior hospital. Mm-hmm. I was, I had leftover makeup yeah. on my face and <laughs> I felt like a complete train wreck. Mm. And my kids regardless came up and loved me as I was in that moment and the love that they showed me in that moment that I don't need to be, I just, the connection that I have, no matter where I am in my life, we have, they love me for who I am and I love them. And, um, I believe it's, it was healthy for us to miss each other and it was healthy for them to, um, it's healthy all around. But in that moment of us seeing each other, um, was a lot. Yeah. of good but yeah. also a lot of can understand that like okay let's i mean i didn't have my phone for a month i was forgetting my phone <laughs> places because they take everything they take yeah. your phone yeah and um readjusting to life itself yeah. but you're probably like i don't want it back keep i it. didn't please keep it <laughs> i mean like i would just leave it at the house i'm like yeah i'm good <laughs> yeah, i'm good right. just yeah. leave it at home yeah um but i'm so grateful for their love unconditional yeah. love yeah. that they showed me through that. So yeah, such a beautiful thing to see. And Thank you. Yeah, I love that you're sharing that. So um, you, you've, you've got a kind of a business, you're a speaker, you, yeah. you've got these journals. Let's talk about that for yeah. a second for those that may not know, but you're, you're a seasoned speaker, you love talking to people, you share. So talk a little bit about that. I was just talking about this yesterday because someone's talked about their 10 year plan. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm not for plans, I'm for goals. God has the plan. I don't have the plan. If you were, if I were to tell you, if I were to tell my future, my past self what I was doing yeah. today, yeah, I wouldn't. It would. would I'd be like, what? Whatever. No. <laughs> I, I took the next right step and I did the journals because I wanted something tangible with a call to action for yeah. women mm-hmm. to celebrate themselves. Right. And those journals took me to the Wonder Girl journal because. I was calling my girls Wonder Girls and they were calling me a Wonder Woman. And then it was these, <laughs> this prompted journal that went through, a pro- but then the prompted journal, I thought, oh, I need to create a workbook for the girls to walk them through the journal. Right. And then once I created that, I was like, oh, it'll be an online program, whatever. No people, it was instant. 
weekly. Yeah. I was speaking across the state to youth groups, yeah. dance groups, cheerleading groups, like studios. Yeah. And it took me that direction. And I would have, I never thought that I would be speaking weekly for women and right. children yeah. Yeah. and girls. <laughs> and then it took yeah. me to the seven, on, and then it really evolved into seven steps on how to create and nurture self-love and confidence, mm. which is turning into the, the book I wanted to write. And I'm still writing, but I'm, I'm on God's time frame. So now he called me into school. So now I'm in school, Yeah, you know, and it's <laughs> like I, the, the yeah. whole journey of speaking and connecting with women um, kind of fell into place because I believe I just took the next right step. Right. And so in the year 2021, I spoke probably, I think it was like over 25 times I was on 12 podcasts that year, yeah. none of which I solicited myself saying, yeah. hey, I'd love to be on. It was all yeah. fell into place yeah. because I believe when you take that next right step, God takes you on the plan that you're meant to be on. Yeah. And so now it still is happening. Like even out of treatment, being like, oh, you guys don't think I'm a fraud? Okay, great. Like, okay. Uh, now all, yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. everything else is beautiful. Things are lining up for me. And it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's been a really beautiful journey. Yeah. 30 days of sacrifice to yeah. have the eternity of gifts and blessings and trials again, yeah. like you were talking about. And yeah, that that is beautiful. And it's fun to see that the, these things are starting to unfold in your life, you know? Yeah. How has, now that you've been back for a while, yeah. how has your family adjusted? How's your husband adjusted mm -hmm. and, and your kids even just through this process? I feel so blessed. My oldest daughter, because she's older not she's not an old she's 12 now but you right. know through these yeah. years she got hit the worst with my mental health so i've carried a lot of guilt and shame with that um we are closer than we've she yeah. wants me to hug her and snuggle her and kiss her and oh, yeah. we've connected on this level um since i struggled mater with maternal mental health that was the beginning we didn't really connect on like a um as much as you would i don't know there was a disconnect a yeah, little bit sure. even though we loved each other oh yeah our whole house feels more peaceful Mm. Um, every morning we do gratitudes and affirmations, you know, yeah. I have a weekly quote. I have weekly affirmations. We have gratitudes with the theme every day. And, um, I mean, there are days where I'm running behind and I'm not perfect, but my kids will run it yeah. because it's so, and the way we communicate is different. Um, yeah. so, you know, using my cognitive behavioral therapy skill sets or yeah. my DBT, with my husband and you know our education how we communicate with our children we talk about our core feelings how are you feeling okay we want to validate them all right wow letting my kids know and feel that emotion is okay you can feel yeah. angry you yeah. can feel sad you can cry you can kick and scream because your yeah. your emotion we talk about we just can't shoot that emotion towards your sibling or your mom right. we can't treat yeah. each other badly yeah. but we want to allow you a safe space to feel and I believe that that's gained a lot of trust and connection as a whole, as a family. So with my husband and the way we communicate through our confrontation, because we, we're not perfect. Sure. We have, you know, marital issues just like the next person, but how we constructively get out of it as a family, just our overall feeling at our house. Mm. I had a dream that we had um, a force field around in our house. So there was this beam in the middle of our house. And mm -hmm. I was told the more love we get it, the more of a protection filter we have over our house. Oh, gotcha. And the more love we feed this, our home, our family, each other, we serve each other, the more this, you know, force field goes over our house. And then in part of that dream, 
my kids would leave the force field, but there was a force field around them because no As matter loved, what, yeah. mm. they know they're loved. They know they're safe and our home is their safe. They're protected from the world because of the love we feel and show each other yeah. inside our home. Wow. So I believe that our home has now turned into, instead of this quarreling, kind of walking on eggshells environment, it's now evolved into, and it's continued to evolve because we're not perfect. There's constant yeah. progression, but this safe place where my kids will talk to me and open up to me and we love each other and we serve each other and the love is our protect our force field around our house yeah. so i don't know if that makes sense visually no, yeah. or verbally for you or hopefully it will to our listeners as well but the more love i believe the basis of everything in this world i keep talking about so many like scriptures but like the first <laughs> and great commandment is love thy god but the second is like unto it love your neighbor you know like thyself uh -huh. so they only talk about two commandments but we forget about thyself yeah teaching my daughters to love themselves yeah loving each other and yep. yeah you know i appreciate you sharing that you know I heard a great uh, definition of love is it equal uh, love equals sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So obviously, when we love someone, we'll sacrifice for them. You know, time, effort, energy, whatever we can, money if we have to. And it's no different with ourselves. If if we love ourselves, we will sacrifice for us. You you went to treatment for thirty days. That's a huge sacrifice. But on some level, you're telling yourself you love you enough to get better, right? And at the same time, you're also still sacrificing and the love it brings to your family. So just that correlation is pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think as a society, when we do self-care, people think it's selfish. I believe it's selfful mm. um, because mm -hmm. you can't properly love your kids. You can't properly love your neighbor or even God or whatever spiritual higher being you believe or higher power if you don't truly love yourself. And in mm -hmm. order to love yourself, you have to take care of your mind. You have to take care of your body and you yeah. have to take care of your spirit. Yeah. And so that's been my goal moving forward is what am I doing every day that I'm doing to take care of my mind? Yeah. How am I taking care of my spirit? And how am I taking care of my body, my mind, yeah. body, spirit? Yeah. Because all when all of those are in mm -hmm. sync, you're, you're unstoppable. Yeah love it so what gets you out of bed in the morning like seriously like what ignites you to do all these great things that you're doing and be so vulnerable in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people also with your own close-knit family and everything else but what gets you out of bed in the morning what ignites that i'm hungry to continue to progress to be reach my full potential mm -hmm. i get little tastes of that my potential right and uh, light on the other beauty on the other side of pain and all of that and i see the work that goes into it and i believe the greatest form of self-love is self-discipline as well mm. and so showing that i'm disciplined enough um and loving yourself is a very satisfying feeling that moment where you can look in the mirror and say wow i genuinely have love for you yeah it's a really powerful feeling. And so when you get a little taste of your purpose and your potential and you get a little taste of self-love, it gets me eager and hungry to continue to do that. Mm. And so um, self-discipline, you know, setting that alarm and getting up at a certain time and doing something for my body, yeah, doing something for my mind and, and being productive and proactive 
isn't easy, but it gets me out of bed every morning because I know it makes me feel good. Yeah. Because I know if I stay in bed too long, I don't feel good. I know. I'm the same way. And I like yeah. to feel productive and I like yeah. to feel like I'm progressing and I'm not progressing if I don't let myself get out of bed. Gotcha. But there's no shame if you get stuck in bed. Yeah. I believe that we, um, I believe I call them Wonder Woman moments. Yeah. So every woman's a Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, even if you can't get out of bed, I want women and I call women and men to just put their hands on their heart and take a deep breath and go, wow, I'm breathing. Mm -hmm. I'm alive and my life deserves to be celebrated. So in right. this moment, I can't get out of bed. But from here on out, I'm going to celebrate each step I take. And right now the step is I'm breathing. Okay, you put your feet on the ground. I'm going to celebrate that. I walked into the shower. Okay. Breath, you know, and celebrate those yeah. little moments because that's yeah. also crucial. Those little moments do, you know, they're missed in those cel celebratory moments. Yeah. But they are very powerful if yeah. we recognize them. Love that. Very well said. If there's someone right now who's in that mental health crisis, just as you were a little while ago, and they're listening to you right now, what would you tell them? I would tell them, one, you're not broken. Your brain is not broken. Your brain and your body are reacting because of what you have been through. And yeah. there is, there, that was the biggest thing I took from treatment was I came in thinking there was something wrong. I was broken. I was crazy. I was, you know, not worthy of life or love. Yeah. And learning that, hey, what I'm feeling is common. Yeah. It doesn't have to be your normal. There is hope. You're not alone. In that darkness, search for that light. And as soon as you find that light, you will realize the the support around you, no, reach out. Asking for help is not weakness. Right. It is strength. Yeah. Saying I need help, help will come. And there's nothing that you have been given, any trial, any heartache that you are not, you can't get through. God wouldn't give you anything if he didn't know you could get through it. Mm. You are capable and you are you are equipped to get through this yeah. don't give up because i promise you there is beauty on the other side of that and that beauty is your purpose mm. and your connection and your happiness but you can't achieve true there can't be virtue without vice and there's no way around it right lean into it and i promise you if you trust let go, let God, trust the process, find your resources, you will get out of it beautifully. Yeah, very well said. Great advice. Thank you for sharing that. It's beautiful. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I just want to say I admire you. I admire your vulnerability. I just admire the way you carry yourself. You're so vulnerable, not just with me here, you know, but just what I see, what you, you're not afraid to post when you're having a bad day and just being real with everyone. So I just want you to know that inspires me to be more like that. Thank you. I want God. you to know that. So the feelings mutual. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you've been on the show before, like I mentioned um, a few times. And uh, the last one was episode 307, which we just barely posted. And it's going well. A lot of people are downloading it. And a lot of people are commenting on it. And, and so if you want to listen to more of McKenna's story, uh, you can go check out that episode. And um, 
If you also wanted to get to know more about what she does, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but your website is McKennaRoseBrown.com. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yep. And then your Instagram account is McKenna at McKenna Rose uh, Brown. Yep. Okay, just want to make sure I got those just right. TikTok, everything, just McKenna Rose. It's all, all of it. She's on every platform out there, but please, please reach out to her. Check out everything that she's doing. If you have questions, if you have a son or a daughter who are struggling with their mental health, she's a great uh, person to reach out to and to get some advice and maybe some direction. But uh, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think the world of you. I the hope you know feeling that. is mutual. It's always an honor to connect with you. Thank you, McKenna. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everyone. I love you guys. Thanks for believing in me. Until next time.